Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here we go. It is Jacob Warren. I'm Dave Hooker, and you can certainly like, subscribe, and share. We greatly appreciate that. And uh, Jacob, always nice enough to join us each and every Saturday. It's the Vol Report, brought to you by Bassie Lawn and Garden Man Alive. It is worth the drive. And Jacob, this is the first time we've spoken uh, after a loss, which says yeah. a lot about what you guys have done this season. So, so kudos. And one game does not uh, season make, nor does a does it define a career. Uh, but let's look back if we can at, at, at Georgia and yeah. and your thoughts about what 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 went wrong early, especially. Yeah, um, early just just poor execution um, on the offensive side of the ball specifically. But um, I think that's where I'm able to speak on just because that's that's what I do, right? That's the side of the ball I'm on. So. Um, yeah, just <clears throat> obviously we get we kick two field goals, right? And I'm I'm a big proponent of you can't win a game by kicking field goals, right? But I understand that there's there's times where where you know things just didn't work out, or, or like I said, poor execution, and and you settle for points. And um, Chase did a great job all night of, of you know giving us confidence that we can we can kick those and we can we can make those and get points on the board and and just try to get our offense rolling and unfortunately it just never seemed to to do to do that you know we just um, a lot of self-inflicted things as far as penalties and um you know missed assignments um you know wrong alignments and and you know people not getting the calls or, or whatever it may be and at the end of the day you know georgia has a good team too right like they're top top one of the top teams in the country and so um, you mix those two things, and, and it's just could end up being a bad day for you, and that's that's what it was for us. So, well, it, it happens. Uh, the the execution end of it, there was a lot of talk in Knoxville. I don't know how much you hear about is Sanford Stadium loud compared to other stadiums and all that sort of stuff. And 
There was even a talk show host that went back and forth with somebody in, in Athens about the other stadiums were louder, wasn't close to Neyland. Was the crowd louder than, than, than maybe you expected or recalled? Was that a factor? I mean, yeah, definitely louder than, than we expected. I think um, just because, you know, we've played a lot at home and, you know, we hear that environment. We've, it's, it's not like, you know, it doesn't quite necessarily seem as loud as Neyland, but that's because Neyland is never loud whenever I'm on the field, right? It's always right. quiet. And so it's a little bit different whenever you're on the sidelines and, you know, get some energy from it. But, um, yeah, it just, it just causes problems, you know, as far as, you know, being able to communicate and uh, being able to hear the, the cadence or, or the clap or, or whatever it may be. And, um, you know, going into it, we knew it would be loud and, and we knew that that was the case. And we're pumping crowd crowd noise and music during during practice during the week. And, um, yeah, you just get to the game and wish that you could, you know, you know, you could have those few plays back where someone, you know, someone's just not locked in and um, maybe just not watching the ball or, or gets a little antsy on third down, whatever it may be. And, um yeah, you just wish you could have those back and, and understand that, you know, nothing really matters other than just focusing on the little details of, of you know, watching the ball, of understanding that the quarterback's going to, you know, take a little bit more time because, you know, he's trying to read a defense or whatever it may be, just things like that. Does it make things almost frenetic? I mean, when it's when it's like that in the crowd, does become a factor? Does it make things more complicated and kind of compound itself over time? Over time, I think, especially, and I mean, they did a good job. Their, their crowd did a good job of, of continuing to bring that energy. And that was just because of the way the game was going, right? Early on, they're going to be loud. They're going to be rowdy. But if you're able to put a drive together, the first drive, you're able to put a drive together and go out there and, and you know, kind of quiet the crowd. Um, it seems like that kind of dies off as the day goes on. For us, you know, we go, they stop us, we kick field goal, they score, right? Just all the series, the series of events that happened, it's just like that. We knew that crowd wasn't going anywhere because they were now super invested in, in the game and and uh, got that little that little glimmer of hope. And um, yeah, and then the rain comes and they get even more rowdy. And it just, you know, it, it was just the whole thing. And um, yeah, it, ma- it makes everything just a little bit, a little bit more difficult because now you have to rely on truly just, you know, your understanding of one, the playbook where you're supposed to be um, two, you know, the signals or whatever that, that the guys on the perimeter have to be keyed into and three, just the, the, you know, the snap, right. And, and the defense is moving and they're making, you know, stem calls and their D line is shifting and they're moving all over the place. And so just so many different things, sensory overload is what I call it. Um, that just kind of leads to some mistakes being made. I want to ask you about what what they did defensively. If, if anything you hadn't seen before, the ball report. Please hit the like, subscribe, and share button. The ball report is brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden Man Alive. It is worth the drive, and it certainly is. Whether you're talking about industrial mowers, commercial mowers, or the residential blowers, trimmers, those mowers as well. So, did Georgia do anything that you didn't expect defensively? No, nothing that, that we didn't expect. I think it was it was more of, you know, they um, incorporated a lot of, like I said earlier, a lot of stem calls, a lot of stems from the, the defensive front. So, you know, they're showing one thing on the front, and then right before the snap, they're, they're moving to a different formation or a different, you know, just a different defensive front that, you know, the blocking scheme may have to be different too or whatever. And um, just so play real physical. Explain if you can what a stem, what a stem call is to me. Uh stem just means the d line moving 
pre-snap moving from one technique or one alignment to a different one. So a stem, a stem would be from, say it's a nose guard. A nose guard might stem from head up on the center to the, the A gap or the first gap to the left or the right of the center. Okay, gotcha. And then, and then all the defense alignment are also doing that. So essentially they're changing the look that, that the O-line is getting and the calls that the O-line has to make to for each different play. Um, and that's something that we face all the time. You know, that that's something that, you know, we're used to. And um, so that I'm not saying that's necessarily the biggest deal, but you know, then, you know, they're, they're bringing some good heat with the, with the linebackers, right. It seems like every play, you know, they were trying to add on um, to whether it was a run or a pass, just trying to get extra pressure on, on the quarterback or um, just to eat up blocks and to, to cancel out gaps. And um, yeah, it just, I don't know. They had a good plan and they came in and they executed. And, and I think we would have been okay if we would have executed, but we just weren't able to. I got some good news coming up for you. Okay. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to get to that, but personally, as far as their secondary, cause I'm, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but Kirby smart said after the game, you can't be moving people around a lot. Does that mean that he essentially Georgia came into it from on the back end with a kind of keep it simple type of approach is, is that what he was referring to because i'm trying to read between the lines in his quotes yeah obviously i mean i don't know what he meant but i think um yeah the way defenses try to prepare for us at least is is have you know calls that they can stay in that they feel comfortable in um and with our tempo like i don't again i don't think we pushed the tempo very much yesterday too which kind of took a lot of the stress off of them but um you don't want to be in the back end, especially I've talked about this, like this family of defense, right? These Alabamas, the Floridas, the, the Georgias um, are, are typically known for trying to be in the right call at all times, right? They're always trying to, you know, whether the formation goes from a three by one on three receivers on one side and one receiver on the other side to two by two and we're motioning, shifting, whatever. Um, they have a lot of checks and a lot of, you know, adjustments in their defense. And so I think, you know, to be successful against us, I think, you know, I mean, teams think that they have to come in and simplify their game plan. And I guess that's what they did. And, um, unfortunately weren't able to take a lot of shots downfield just because of, of what was going on, you know, on, on us as tight ends and just in the backfield and just our operation and just being in, in bad situations with, with the sticks. Right. And so, um, obviously, you know, you see people running free back there, but, uh, just not quite able to hit them every time. How do you adjust goal-wise? Because the goal has always been to get to Atlanta. They have Mississippi State left and Kentucky left. They'd have to lose yeah. both of those games. So that's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you adjust goal-wise now as a team? I think um, – yeah. Then I've, gonna... my, then I've got my good news that you're going to like. Here, go ahead. Okay, gotcha. Um, I think that's just a conversation you sit down and you're like, hey, look, like um, – you know, maybe we, we, we shift our eyes towards obviously because, you know, we could still hope and have and have hope that, you know, they lose and we end up in the in the SC championship. But um at the same time there's there's also bigger and better things out there for us. I think if we're able to to finish off the season the right way and, and like you said, not let this one loss, you know, define us and if we're able to go out and, and, and do what we're supposed to do the rest of the season, um, I think we'll like where we end up and, and we'll still have an opportunity to go to go kind of make a name for ourselves this year and uh, finish this off the right way. So statistically, according to the, uh, the ESPN college football index, 
You yeah. guys went into the game yesterday, had a 62% chance of making the college football playoff. Seems a little low to me at number one, but that's factoring in the fact that you could you could lose a game or lose an SEC championship game. Right. So because of Alabama's loss and Clemson's loss, guess what that number is today? I don't know, but it's probably higher. <laughs> well, it's still 62%. You, you've well. lost a game and you have the exact same odds statistically, and I know that's not lining up and playing football, okay? But you, <laughs> right. you've got the exact same odds, and these aren't Vegas odds. These are the computers yeah. working it. Of making it, so it may not be Atlanta, but the college football playoff is still out there. How enticing and exciting is that? Yeah, and that's what I mean by just kind of resetting and, and focusing because bigger things are out there, right? You know, the SEC championship was the goal from the beginning because you know you win all those games, you win the games you need to win the SEC championship, you're going to be in the college football playoff and you're going to be competing for champions for that, like the big championship, right? So, um, you know, I think. At the end of the day, that is the, the 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 goal behind the goal, I guess, is to be is to be considered in that conversation. And um, I think everybody kind of realized that that was a possibility. Obviously, pretty maybe not early in the season, but once we kind of started getting rolling. So, um, yeah, just trying to set our eyes on that, and and hopefully, you know, the odds are in our favor, and <laughs> we're able to go to go finish the season off and get there. Was being number one at all on Tuesday night a distraction? Um, you know, I, I want to say it wasn't, I, I don't think it was at least for the guys that, that are mature enough to understand, you know, what that means. And, um, you know, it's pretty obvious that once you get that, that everybody's kind of, kind of gunning for you and you're going to get everybody's best. And, um, you know, that was a situation we walked into yesterday, you know, they, they were probably upset that they weren't number one and, and, you know, we were the, the guys that they wanted to beat and the whole crowd was, was in on it and, and. Um, yeah, so that's just something that we're gonna have to adjust to, and just be get used to to being the guys that everybody wants to beat. So here we are, and we record on Sunday morning. People could be watching this on Monday night, but we record on Sunday morning, and it feels oh. like you've already put the loss behind you. Uh, yeah, man, it, it it hurts. I think you you have to kind of sit in that hurt and let it let it hurt a little bit because um, you know if this game was easy, I think that. You know the wins wouldn't be worth it, right? The, the everybody would do it, and the wins wouldn't wouldn't mean as much. But you gotta let a loss kind of sit there and sting a little bit. And um, you know, as we get into the next week of, of preparation, I think that'll kind of come out and uh, a little bit of fr- a little bit of frustration and just our, in the way we prepare for for the next one. So um, yeah, you, you kind of have to put it behind you, but also let it sit there and let it uh, let it fuel the fire a little bit. Aside from physically. You could play tomorrow, would you? Play this next game tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if my body if my body felt up to it, yeah, I could I could go out there and play right now. <laughs> I mean, I guess what I'm getting at is how hungry are you to get the, the loss out of your mind? Yeah, that's just that's it, that's all it is, man. And and unfortunately we gotta wait another six days, but um yeah, we'll be ready to go next next time we get to step on that field for sure. So for the cynics that might say that uh this in somehow some way exposed Tennessee or they're not as good as, as the hype and that they could stumble down the stretch. How would you respond to that? Man, watch the film, man, watch the film, um, watch the film of the first eight games, watch the film of last night. Um, when we're able to operate and we're able to play, you know, the, the style of football that we play and, you know, we're all working together, then, 
you know, you can't argue with with the ranked wins. You can't argue with with the wins over good teams that everybody else was was saying, you know, oh, just wait for wait for you know X, wait for Y, wait for Z, and like just wait for this game. And you know, you run into one game, you face a little bit of adversity, and and people start giving up, and people start you know, all these naysayers have things to say, and you know, they're entitled to their opinion, man. Like they're if you think that if we fell off, then all right, man, you obviously haven't watched much football, but. Um, yeah, things happen, and and we'll we'll bounce back for sure. What was Josh Heupel's message after the game, and and maybe you guys have even had a meeting early Sunday morning. I don't know, but what was yeah. his message? Um, just that, like kind of like I mentioned earlier, um, you know, with what we've done in the past, you know, you're going to get everybody's best, and you can't afford to come out there and not perform your best every week. Um, you can't afford to come out and you know, he always says whether it's where it starts fast, it starts slow, you know, whether the middle is good, the middle is bad. You know, as long as we finish, we just want to finish strong and finish plus one every single game. And, um, you know, there was a period of time there that in that game when, you know, I feel like some people were like, oh, wow, like they're not going to quit. Right. Like they're going to try to come back. The defense got a couple of really big stops. We were able to go down and score. Um, unfortunately, they're just like you just run out of time at some point, right? Like those, those, those moves have to be, have to be made much earlier in the game. And, um, you know, he's just talking about like, you just can't come out. You can't come out and, and, uh, let things like this, bu- uh, bug you. And it's t- time to move on and, and, um, you know, set your eyes on the next thing, right? It's all about Missouri now, you know, when we come back in on Sunday, meet Monday, get ready for Missouri and just go ahead and move on. But, but also mentioned how we should we should let this hurt because it should hurt for people that care it does hurt so um, yeah that was kind of his his message I guess I can remember going way back that uh, a linebacker uh, Tennessee said one another shot at them and and everybody kind of snickered at the time because they didn't think that Tennessee was going to be able to make the SEC championship and play that team again and sure enough they did and um, I'm just curious would you how much would you like and I'm not gonna say would, how much would you like another shot at Georgia? Yeah, to me, um that that comment that uh you know, we'll get another chance at him, that that's a very uh sore loser thing to say in my opinion. Okay. Um I'm not gonna say it because you know, if we see him again, we see him again. But um they beat us, man. Like they beat us and and the next time we play them whatever <laughs> you know what i mean but but as of right now it's not about that it's about it's about winning these next games and, and getting to the point where we will be able to play them again but i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh yeah we'll get them again man like just wait just wait like that's that's selfish and silly to me so um yeah it's <laughs> a good point good well phrased um missouri what do you what do you know about them at this point what are your thoughts on the tigers and what they bring to the table don't know much about him. Haven't haven't watched any film on him, and uh, we'll get into it a little bit uh, later today. And I'll kind of watch some of the personnel films and and just see kind of what their player uh, what their players bring to the table. And um, obviously, SEC team. Um, I believe they've played some people pretty well, right? They played Georgia well, if I remember correctly. Um, I want to say played Kentucky well, maybe they play they've played some good games, and and they seem to have good players and, and a pretty good scheme and. Um, you know, we've played them, obviously played them last year. So they kind of know what what's up with our offense. And, and you know, we'll be able to put some things in and, and go be able to attack their secondary and, and attack their, their front guys and run the ball and have a good day. So 
I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see as we get into the week. Last thing, and I'll let you out of here. The Vol Report brought to you by Vassy Lawn and Garden with Jacob Warren. How certain are you that this team has the right mindset, the right maturity to put this loss behind them, move forward, and, and play your best? I'm fully confident because I think that, you know, even though it hasn't come down to it yet, you know, there's been games where, you know, we could have let that rope slip, right? We could have let, we could have, you know, kind of let some people creep back in and, and the way we were able to finish games, the way we were able to, you know, you know, see things through to the end and, and kind of just rally together um, shows me that, you know, we're ready for this. We're ready to to take on some adversity like this. And, you know, a little bit of adversity is good every once in a while. So, um, you know, our time came and, and, you know, we took the loss. And so now it's time to just bounce back. And I think guys are, are more than ready to do it. Yep. Says a lot. Just for the record, uh, Jacob texted me uh, that he was ready to do our weekly visit before I even texted him. Says a lot about your character. I'm not surprised at all. It says a lot about your character because I know yesterday was a tough day. So uh, get over it and uh, move forward. And I know you will. And again, a great chance to do incredible things, which you have already done. So um, I, and instead of saying I hate it for you, because you know I do, right. uh, kudos for a great season at this point And kudos for what's going to come forward, because I, I, I believe you will be able to put it behind you and, and have a very, very, very successful season that will continue. For sure. Yeah, I think. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, Jacob Warren, The Vol Report, brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden, Man Alive. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.